okay. So first, I just have to say, so we when we're when we're all talking, we have to make sure that only one of us is talking at a time because sometimes the recording quality goes down if if everyone's like talking over each other, you won't hear one of the person, one of the people. So, yeah, if ever right, yeah. Good. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, the topic, though. If we all talk. Of... So, um, the topic. No, you. You. Is no, you... Yep. Stop. <laughs> okay 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 sorry sorry okay so the topic okay, tonight... so the topic is oh, hey, okay. Who's doing this? <laughs> kyle you do it tell us what the topic is i don't even i don't know what the topic is okay i'm just kidding i'm sorry i'm sorry okay so um the topic tonight that we would like to talk about is this. Um, we want to talk about fear, about fear. So, you know, obviously with mm-hmm. the pandemic breaking out, coronavirus, COVID-19, um, there's a lot of fear. And we just want to talk about, one, this emotion. Um, and uh, two, I guess, how to be courageous um, and what it means to be courageous. Um, and then also talk a little bit too about uh, holy fear or fear of the Lord, which is actually a gift of the Holy Spirit. So the emotion, how to be courageous, and then uh, the gift of the Holy Spirit. So there's our topic. Um, and maybe I should start us off with a question. All right. Um, Oak. And the prayer. Oh, and a prayer. Let's, prayer. let's say a prayer. Oh, can you lead us in prayer? Yes. <laughs> in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Dear Lord, thank you for bringing us together in this fraternal brotherhood on this podcast. Please protect uh, our families and our friends and the whole world as we continue to experience the coronavirus and the rest of the maladies and tragedies that our society faces. We trust in your goodwill and we ask you to guide us in making discerned decisions throughout this night and for the rest of our days. And in your name we pray, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. May us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Okay. Amen. Continue. Okay. So, um, oh, I also want to say St. Joseph, patron of the sick, pray for, pray for us. Or, I forget, there's like pray a title for, for St. Joseph about sick people, protectors of the sick. Anyway. St. Joseph will pray for us. I learned today that the month of March is the, the month of St. Joseph, that the whole month is dedicated to St. Joseph. And I also learned today that on Wednesdays, uh, people used to celebrate a votive mass of St. Joseph. 
So, anyway, those are just side points. Hey. Where did you learn that? I learned that today, too. And it's in the, in the consecration yeah, I mean, of St. Yeah, are you doing the, that? The book. Cool. Yeah, I'm doing that. Wait, you guys know what I learned today? What Going with learn? Geico can save you 15% or more on car insurance. <laughs> uh, this is a sponsor. whole God, we don't need solicitation. God is a Geico's the sponsor of insurance of the USCCB. <laughs> is it really? No. <laughs> but it's the it's our no, sponsor. No way. Patres Cordes. Geico could save you. <laughs> We're gonna get sued for yeah. for scandalizing their, their, them with this podcast. Yes, that's right. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Okay, so St. Joseph. Well, let's talk about that. All right. Yeah. So St. Joseph finds out that um, that um. Uh, who was it? Caesar. Caesar, or no, not Caesar. Herod. Herod is going to kill all the firstborn children in all of Judea. So he and he hears that in a dream. What do you think is going on in Saint Joseph's heart? Oak. What do you think is going on in Saint Joseph's heart when he hears that? So I think. You know, with St. Joseph being the uh, kind of the paternal figure of all of, uh, all, all of humanity, you know, as, as kind of the, uh, at least to me and I think to all Catholics, kind of the, the figure of what the, a good father is, you know, he's, he's immediately concerned with uh, Jesus, you know, and, and his family and what's going to happen to them. Uh, I think that St. Joseph was a man, I know it's easy to say, but he's just very close to the Lord's heart and the Lord is very close to his heart. Uh, and so, you know, I, I don't think he felt necessarily too much anxiety, more like urgency, mm. if I were to imagine what he was thinking and kind of an imperative to like, I need to, I need to make sure that my family is safe. You know, that's why, that's why I understand that they uh, went to uh, Nazareth, right? They, mm-hmm. Or they that's, where they, that's why they went to Egypt. The, or, yeah, sorry, to Egypt. They went to Egypt to escape Herod. And uh, yeah, I mean, he's just a man with a plan who, who understood that this is something that he needed to do to protect his family. And I think that talking about fear it always seems to me that it's easy for fear to be something that's not from God. Uh, if it's, if it's not the right sort of fear or anxiety and kind of how you define it, but, uh, I know often I'll feel, um, fear or anxiety. That's, that's certainly not necessarily from the Lord. It's not, it's not always horrible, but it's, uh, certainly, you know, it's from a lack of me putting my trust in him, mm-hmm. which causes it to arise. That's, I think that's, that's probably a really common thing in a lot of people's lives. Like 
because you know when you're rooted in the Lord, it's uh, it's certainly a lot harder for you to be shaken, right? Like if you have deep roots in His goodness, and you're cognizant of the fact that He loves you and He's not going to allow you to fall, even if you're hit, knocked down. You know, it's it's not going to be permanent. And really, to think about like everything, everything that happens, like as long as you're living with the Lord, it pales in comparison, right? And that's why I, I tell myself a lot is like, yeah, I could, I could end up, you know, destitute. Like I could end up anywhere. I could end up dead, but really, you could get coronavirus. I get corona. Yeah, it's really whatever it might be. <laughs> oh God, willing it doesn't happen. Certainly. Hope that nobody nobody gets it. Uh, I mean, I know people have it, but nobody. And, uh, yeah. Anyway, it's uh, it's something that I try to remind myself. It's not easy, but um, I think that Saint Joseph does a good job of modeling that. Uh, yeah. that uh, I trust in the Lord. Uh, yeah. So, oh, you don't you don't think Saint Joseph was scared? No, I mean I don't. He was human, so you know he might have been a bit scared, but he's obviously very favored, uh, being the husband of Mary, and uh, you know very, very venerable. Uh, just a, you know he's an archetypal man, like he's mm-hmm. he's a carpenter, strong guy. He's just great father, very, very charitable in that he, you know, he, you look at it from an objective point of view his wife got pregnant um outside of their marriage now he he was able to know from the angel in his dream that it was god the holy spirit uh but you know it's not easy it's not easy for him to to uh to deal with that in in the in the world that they were living in and he still did it and You're- Here's my question. Do you think that do you think that he experienced an emotional like a deep emotional disturbance, for example, like with I don't know about with Mary being pregnant. Um, I think I think that it was more of a unworthiness that he uh, or I don't know, like that he didn't he was like, Well, I don't want to interfere with God's plan or disrupt God's plan with baby Jesus. I don't think he suspected mary of anything um but okay back to the egypt one do you think that he experienced an interior turmoil that was that was like anxiety like the experience of the emotion anxiety but that he because of trusting in the lord was able to overcome that and just and know exact and just keep going you know like was it hard for him or was it just really easy because he was super virtuous? What do you think about that? Yeah, well, well, let's, let's relate this to Abraham and Isaac, right? Yeah. Let's think what did, what did, what did Abraham think when God asked him to sacrifice Isaac? It's, it's not necessarily the same, but it's all, it's all rooted from the individual you know, Abraham, Joseph's trust in the Lord, whether, you know, we have to imagine these two individuals both had 
a lot of trust in the Lord. That's that's why Abraham was prepared to yeah. kill Isaac, to sacrifice Isaac. That's why Joseph trusted the Lord. Like Joseph obviously trusted the Lord because he was a just a steadfast husband and great father throughout this the entirety of what seemingly was a quite the ordeal, you know, at least in in um, the um, the Jewish community then. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's not to say that, and I, I guess the emotional aspects, it's, it's kind of doing a disservice to, to both the individuals by, by trying to categorize their actions based on their emotions. Like, yeah, they, they could have felt fear. They could have felt trust. Maybe they felt a mixture. I'd, I'd wager that uh, Joseph, yeah, he probably, he probably felt a bit of fear just maybe initially, but one can hope and one can speculate that he he uh, didn't sustain that for too long based on his knowledge that the Lord would provide and take care of him and his family, right? Because yeah. that's a very, that's a very rational thing for him to believe um, well, based on what he's going through. Kyle, what do you think? Yeah. What do you think, about Joseph? Um, um, let's see. I think just because, obviously, his human nature, I believe. Um, that yeah, there. I think there's a good chance there was like that initial um, sense of of. I don't know necessarily fear, but like, yeah, that, that emo like deeply disturbed or like, or maybe not so much that, but like, um, just like understanding like the gravity of the situation, but then just, um, having like a sort of expectancy, like obviously he knew that, um, God was going to deliver them because he was not going to let <laughs> Jesus uh, be be killed. So like I yeah, I would bet that there was some sort of um fear placed in him probably by the by the evil one, but then I I would I would guess that went away quickly because Yes, his his faith and trust and just, I mean, he had already received that um, um, help from the Lord. Yeah, earlier on when he, um, when the angel came to him about uh, Mary and like told him to take her into his home and stuff, like he knew that God was with him, so yeah, just in my head, I, I, if there was fear or some sort of emotional thing, I also would agree that it didn't last very long. So. Dude, you're very smart, Kyle. I just want to say, to everyone <laughs> listening to the podcast, Kyle's probably the smartest guy I know. So just keep that in the back of your head. Hey. When you ask a question. <laughs> hey, Alt. Stop that. <laughs> well, I, Stop why that are you right objecting, now. Mr. Rundy. Oh, we should introduce Kyle. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. We should introduce Kyle. Yeah, we kind of just went into this. Okay. Well, I'll start with the introductions. Uh, Kyle oh, is a yeah. five-time Olympic medalist. We're blessed to have him on the podcast. He's uh, an equestrian <laughs> rider. He, uh, he also shoots ski. Kyle got a 37 on the ACT, and he got uh, an 80 on the IQ test, but uh, we don't talk about that. Uh, <laughs> hey, Oak. Hey, Oak. I thought, I thought you... I, I thought you were like really against mine, <laughs> and like I don't know what you just did there, well, but what are you talking about, man? Damn. That's uh, that's a known climb. <laughs> <in my life. laughs> I got I got a thirty-eight uh, on the ACT, dude. Not a thirty-seven. That's, that's too unbelievable. People will not believe this. <laughs> Sometimes life is stranger than, than fiction. <laughs> hey, what what did I miss? What did I miss with this guy? Oh, um, he's my brother-in-law. Oh, yeah. And he's yeah. got a little nephew in the womb right now. So that's pretty good. And um, mm-hmm. he is studying at UW-Lacrosse. Um, and what's, what's the Badgers? The, money stuff. He, like, thinks about that stuff a lot. <laughs> yeah finance yeah all he cares yeah. about is the material goods of the world like money <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> like, Kyle's like like doesn't give the scraps to the guy banging outside his door <laughs> In the, right that was a scripture from like a couple weeks ago right? <laughs> that was very um, recent Kyle's also very suave oh yeah he's a ladies man <laughs> well, ladies, man, and also very socially intelligent. Yes, yes, and he's got a great smile. A great uh, smile. He's really just the whole package. This guy is the man. So, if any girls listen to this who are single, um, oh, wait, wait, wait. hey, 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 Kyle hey, has hey, a girl. Hey. Easy, <laughs> easy now. <laughs> Sorry, never mind. I forgot. <laughs> disregard that last comment <laughs> well that's kyle uh kyle is uh i was beloved by wow. many and uh and hated by none but uh yeah <laughs> really really the real deal type of guy oh you know goodness. every time i see somebody that i know i tell them about kyle so it makes for an awkward conversation here in, <laughs> in uh, the twin cities but uh, a lot of people know about his name at least here yeah me too. Whenever I whenever I have class, I always tell my students, you got to be more like Kyle Rowan. <laughs> How do you say Kyle true. Rowan in Latin? <laughs> Kyle him, Rowan? Teach, yeah, you teach him their name and <laughs> well, his name in Latin. I always say Kilus. Kilus. Sometimes I say to Kyle, I say Salve Kile. Salve Kile. Which would be mm-hmm. hello. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know what Rowan means. Yeah, all the administration at UW Lacrosse know about Kyle. They're just waiting to meet him because <laughs> I've told them, I've told them about him. Yeah, <laughs> that I would. Yeah, I would not be surprised <laughs> if that was true. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, that's Kyle. He's also a great man of faith. 
Okay. <laughs> Let's, we, we can we we can yeah, get we can on with the, the with the podcast now. Sure. <laughs> wait, wait. We need to talk more about Kyle. Okay, keep going. Keep going. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> okay. So that one time I watched Kyle lift up 150 pounds with one pinky, and he thrust yeah, it too. over his head. One time I saw Kyle. And he was balancing on a needle. Yeah. Dude, I saw Kyle doing that, but he, he was <laughs> juggling five bowling balls are on fire. Well, but I saw him doing that on the Eiffel Tower's top. Well, but while he was doing that, you can't forget that he was donating blood and plasma at the same time. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. But okay, don't forget okay. that the Eiffel Tower was also in a spaceship on the moon. Hey, 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 but hold up, hold up. But you can't forget that all the proceeds were going towards uh, the American Red Cross. During- uh, that's it, <laughs> yes. And, but he's currently also doing the podcast while I'm doing all of that right now. Is that true, Kyle? Can you confirm that? Uh, can we use I this can podcast? confirm that <laughs> This will be a fun one. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> okay, so continuing on. <sighs> continuing on. Okay. Um. <laughs> let's see. To demonstrate Kyle's um extreme intelligence, I'm gonna challenge him with a question. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Kyle, <laughs> what is courage, and um, what is courage and can you give an example of someone who is extremely courageous or something that happened um, or, or an event where someone showed extreme courage? Oh, okay. Courage. Um, I would say that courage is... Um, oh man, do you want like, uh, okay, let's go, let's go. I'll go. Um, courage is, um, I don't. I don't know how to just come up with the definition. Well, you're you're trying example? too hard, man. Just, just say what you're thinking. <laughs> That's the key, dude. You, you gotta not think about what you're saying. That's how we do it. We just ramble. <laughs> like you're too like thoughtful. Yeah. <laughs> you're like I actually have to answer this correctly. Nope. <laughs> just speak your mind, uninhibited. Um, courage is like. Like the strength to stand up to, um, uh, like just yeah. difficulties, yeah. I guess. Um, like especially, um, like in today's society, I feel like there are a lot of opportunities oh. to be courageous, especially as Catholic, Catholic, uh-huh. Catholic men. Um, uh, like. I don't just, and there's like a lot of stuff that I see on campus and like 
like you you have an opportunity to like speak up against it or at least like um show that you are not like or not be passive Mm -hmm. about it um and so i think like even small things like that just like demonstrating that you don't agree with these things that are so such like so socially accepted Mm -hmm. today like even doing something as small as that i think is courageous in today's society because like even just like um uh, like disagreeing with someone about like a super like um politically correct or like um like extreme um i don't know like extreme in air quotes social justice topic like that can lead to a lot of backlash and just like being able to have the strength to stand up and like acknowledge your faith and like and like proclaim or at least maybe not full out proclaim unless you want to but like acknowledge that that you don't agree with these things I think is an act of courage Mm. in today's society and I think especially on a secular campus so totally Oh, you gave an example to me earlier today when we were talking on the phone. Um, that was an example of like a small act of courage. That's like, do you remember or do you not remember? Could you prompt me a bit on this? Remember? Well, I'll just say it. Yeah, earlier you said like sometimes like if you're like alone, like in a in like a place where you're eating, like on campus or something, just like making the sign of the cross, like big on yourself and bowing your head in prayer is like we talked about courage. that yeah we talked about that Dude, are you sure i don't i do not remember even talking but you're right i think that's right I mean, mm-hmm. yeah it's like it's Dude. like a little tiny act of courage but like you know like you're proclaiming like i'm a christian and i i'm not scared to tell the world about this you know yeah courage you know to me i think you're right we can distill courage to to almost uh, an overarching theme in, in humanity's history is courage is, is firmly observing that you are you are in the right and that standing within the good of God's goodness or whatever it might be that you would call it, but standing with God and his goodness is something that might not always be easy, but it's firmly the right thing to do. And so you know, courage, it can be, it can be apparently, uh, like religiously oriented. So, you know, defending the faith like that, or it can just be something that is still obviously a hundred percent related to God's goodness, like, uh, like feeding the poor or, or tithing, uh, to, to just causes or something like that stuff that isn't easy, but you do it. Right. And so, like in Kyle's example, like, and that's, it's kind of stinks because the word social justice has been appropriated to something that can be bad when social justice is fundamentally a very good thing, but um, sometimes it's just misconstrued, you know, we're called to to participate in social justice initiatives as, as Catholics through, uh, you know, stuff like uh, uh, feeding the, 
feeding the hungry and sheltering the homeless and you know even stuff like restorative justice like helping those who have uh sinned committed crimes get a second chance in life but i think that the fundamental aspect of courage is realizing that you are doing what you're doing because it's right and you know that takes some observation it takes some analysis of of your your um your stance on the issues or whatever it might be and and saying, you know, I believe this is right. I've analyzed this. I've discerned this. I've prayerfully discerned this. And to go against it would be a grave injustice. It would be a matter of justice to not stand up for this, right? So, like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so, like, for praying during a meal on a public campus, like, it's not as easy to showcase your faith. And you certainly never want to do it purely out of a, you know, kind of a spite being like, you know, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna do this to show that I'm Catholic. But like, you do believe, like, yeah, I, I do want to give grace, and I shouldn't be ashamed. And I really do thank God for this meal because it's, it's, you know, everything, everything I do, I, I'm thankful to Him for. And that's that's that should be the default disposition of all the significant actions that you take in your life. But does that make sense to you guys? Like, really, courage is mm-hmm. courage is identifying that you are rooted in God's goodness and in carrying it out because of that identification. Yeah. Just doing like seeing the good and going after the good, no matter what the difficulty is in the way. Exactly. That like, if I know the right thing to do is to, you know, stand against abortion, you know, or to speak up in class against my professor. Who's like trying to tell me that a fetus is just, you know, tissue or whatever. And my professor's saying this, and I don't speak up. And I know that it, I should. You know, I kind of have a moral obligation to speak the truth. Like, and if I sit there and, and I'm cowardly, well, then I'm, that, that's cowardice when you're not doing what's, what's right. But, but courage is seeing, seeing the right. And, you know, maybe in that situation, you might discern that that's not the best decision. But, may, if you just the Holy Spirit wants you to do that, or that's the best decision, and you go ahead and do it, you know, even though it's difficult, even though you'll get a lot of ridicule, even though the professor might, you know, trash it and probably intellectually slam you because he's probably smarter than you, like, well, you did your best, you know, and, and you, with courage, face this, you know? Yeah, I mean... And then, like, there is something you said, I think, about, like, extending a hand of civic friendship. And I think Cal kind of touched on this, like, you know, acting as a, a witness of Christian solidarity and charity, you know, without necessarily saying it. Sure. And having, you know, having people be like, you know, what, what is that? That thing that makes Kyle Rowan such an awesome guy? Well, it's definitely his faith. I know I've asked myself that question. <laughs> it's not always necessarily like this big showdown or like this no rarely it's it's facing these it's facing small a lot of times small fears you know like sometimes i find myself at work like oh i'm a little worried about what you know this person is thinking right now if i do this and like i I find myself like a, a little bit afraid and i'm like i'm like why why am i nervous about this like 
why is this such a big deal? You know, like, or, or like, um, you, you know, like, um, yeah, well, anyway, so one, the other, not the other day, but I was, there was a friend of mine who, um, he was moving and, um, when I talked to him about it, it sounded like he was moving, uh, and he was going to move in with his girlfriend and, um, he's a friend of mine. And I was like, and he's a good Catholic man. And I was just like, I was really confused about it. And like, I felt like I should ask him about it just a little more, just be like, you know, cause I know that he's a strong Catholic. Like he was, he was really trying to live out his faith. And I was like, but I was like, I was like super nervous to do it. I was like, I don't know if I should do this. I, I don't know. And like, I just like kept going back and forth and like getting all anxious about it. And I was like really nervous. <laughs> and like, finally I, I did ask him um, and he like explained to me really well. And like, you know, and he was like, no, we're not living together, et cetera, et cetera. And like, it was just like, but why was I so scared? You know, like, it's frustrating when, when you find yourself in this, like, in fear, you know, it's frustrating. It's human. Yeah. You know, you care yeah. about your friendship, right? And yeah. you care about, you care about him and his girlfriend. That's why, that's why, like, that's the thing that a lot of people, I think, get, get like, like any, like, Catholics, they get they get it wrong sometimes. And some Catholics get it wrong too with their intention. But people are like, like, I know a lot of Catholics who they aren't concerned with your sin because they want to be some like potty potty like okay, holier than thou. This is where you're, you're wrong. Yeah. But they yeah. care about your your soul, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like, and that's what you cared about, right? But that's yeah. the issue. Is like some people are because like, you think. This, this guy might think, why is this guy telling me? Like, I'm like a fully capable individual. Why is he telling me what, where he thinks I'm, I'm going wrong? You know, it's yeah. like, uh, you know, I've been, I've never been nervous around Kyle because he never does anything wrong. But if he were to, that'd be, that'd be a thing where I'd be like, hmm, like I value Kyle and my, my friendship. And I, uh, yeah, I definitely don't want to say anything about, you know, Anything he, he might do, which he never would, but yeah, I don't know. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> it's it's tough. I, I know, like, I've dealt with, I guess, sort of similar things, but yeah. The big thing that I go back to every time is just like, like, yeah, fear is something that everyone encounters. But like, again, like it's it's not it's not from God, yeah. and that that doesn't make it like easier to to co- combat, I guess. But it like, like I don't know, makes you realize that. Like, I need to call on, like, the Holy Spirit to, to like, help me with this. And then, like, 
it's it's always tough because I, I've dealt with a lot of a lot of fear. I know well for me personally, like the fear of failure is like a huge thing for me and um that's not exactly the same like situation, but it's like it's such a big thing and really all we can do is just ask for God's help because it's just it's such a it's such a big thing in so many people's lives. Yeah. yeah could you, Kyle, if you're okay, could you talk more about that? Because I about, think a lot of people about, experience that feel a fair failure. Um, uh, I don't know where to go from here. Um, like, how does that manifest itself, and how do you how do you find yourself trusting in God? No, because I know for myself, like, I'll have that too, but it's more related to in, in my relationship with God. Like, and like, I know it's such a stupid thing to think, but like, not holding up my end of the relationship, which is it's fundamentally that's where the relationship fails every time. You know, God never mm-hmm. lets, lets God never slacks on me. It's always me, like, being like, oh yeah, okay, uh. It's like, and I get caught up in these stupid things, like, where I'm like, okay, like, because I didn't, um, like, let's say I miss daily mass, I'm like, now, now I'm going to do liturgy hours, uh, like, more than I would, I'm going to do, like, evening prayer and night prayer or something. And I'm like, I'm trying to, like, do this, like, balancing act when, I, I guess it's not necessarily a bad thing. I'm like, okay, now I'm going to, like, do this and that to make up for that. But it, it's like I start to gamify, like, my relationship with God into, like, I need to do this mm-hmm. and this and this in order to be, like, in a good relationship. And, like, I guess in a way that holds a bit of truth in that you definitely do need to sustain prayer to have a relationship with God. But, like, yeah, I, 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 I fail or I, I fear failing my side of that relationship, you know, like, that's something I definitely do fear. And I also, over in, man, I know I'm probably hitting home with you on this too, with some of this. Yeah, stuff. definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I think, well, there's definitely that for me as well, but for, um, I guess for me, it's more like, um, because, well, I don't know. I've kind of accepted that I guess accepted that I'm going to fail in that aspect um, and all I can do is keep trying to improve and and grow in that relationship um, a lot of where my like fear of failure comes in is like more in I guess just worldly things um, and um, I think I think it's a lot because I I haven't or I didn't have that that trust in in um, in God and that and I just didn't ask for help I guess enough. Um, so I'm doing I'm doing Exodus ninety right now, which is like that that 
I know you guys both know what it is, but it's like a, uh, um, I guess like the spiritual exercise. It's like 90 days of ascetic practices and prayer and and um, fraternity and stuff that um, it goes until Easter. And the big thing that I've gotten out of that is like um, all these ascetic practices, the things like like the cold showers or the fasting and, and all of that. The big thing that I've taken out of it is I can't do anything on my own. And um, I think that's what where that fear of failure ca- um, came from and I continues to come from is like I'm trying to depend too much on myself. And I know that I myself as an individual cannot like accomplish anything on my own so like there's going to be that fear of failure when I'm trying to do it on my own because I can't do anything on my own Mm -hmm. I don't know if that makes sense but like that makes a ton of sense yeah so I guess just just like working on that trust as, as, uh, and, and understanding that I need to ask for help in like pretty much everything because I don't do anything on my own. It's all through the grace and mercy of God that I can really overcome that, Mm -hmm. that particular fear, I suppose. So, Mm -hmm. so when I was in seminary, um, we went on this silent retreat and it was um it was really good and there was this priest who came named monsignor sf and monsignor sf is like this 80 he's like 85 years old and he like served in um in like the middle east for a while as a priest and like um he was friends with mother Teresa and padre pio and like this guy was like super holy and we were, like all the seminarians were like looking at this guy like holy cow like this guy's awesome but i remember like one of the first nights that he was there he like looked at us and he was like a very blunt kind of guy he was from philadelphia and he i don't remember the exact words that he said but basically he said like all of you seminarians are way too self-reliant you're just so self-reliant you need to trust in God or <laughs> he like, he like said something like to that effect. And I just remember that like struck a huge chord with me. Like, and I remember crying that night because I was like, yeah, like I am not trusting in God enough. Like I, I am totally just depending on myself to do everything, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like I'm just, I just like think that I need to make myself into this, like, you know, this, image of God like I I need to make myself into another Christ but that's impossible it's utterly impossible like we need to rely on grace um and um well like when I was in seminary I struggled a lot with uh scrupulosity and um I've talked to Oak and Kyle about this before but so scrupulosity is like you know thinking that everything you do is a sin and getting really anxious and worried and stuff like that about sin and 
worrying like if the next thing you're going to do is a sin or if you committed this sin or if you're in mortal sin and it's really really emotionally exhausting but i think um i think what what really began healing that was just was trust it was just like like somehow you know and it, it wasn't by my own doings but like somehow like the holy spirit started like seeping trust into my heart like it was just like slowly but surely i was i was able to be free during the day i would i would be at peace and i would i would there was like a security in my soul that like i don't have to worry like i don't i can i can trust and you know i think it's through prayer and through just just god's grace naturally working in my life but just you know starting to let go of like i need to make myself holy you know like i am making i am like creating this image of holiness and because that can become an idol like like holiness can become an idol for us even like like i am trying to make myself into this thing no god's grace is shaping you into another christ you are not making your own self another christ like it's god it's god's action 99 percent god 99.9 percent god and 0.1 percent human action you know your your will given to god and receptive to god is your 0.01 percent and then god does the rest of the work um and just like that reliance and that simplicity and humility like it, it's so hard and it's it's so like anti-american like it's just like uh, america just says you got to make yourself like the self-made man and it's just such a lie it's just a huge lie and it makes us all scared because we can't do it um sorry i'll get off my soapbox uh oh you, got, you, you say something um yeah the image of the self-made man i don't know um i'm gonna keep talking so yesterday i watched this movie. it was called the pursuit of happiness um have you guys seen that movie will smith hmm. anyway i don't it's think about, so it's about a guy who who basically he goes he becomes homeless um and while he's homeless he goes through um he goes to stockbroker, the stock brokerage internship. He gets this internship because oh, yeah. he shows the guy that he can solve a Rubik's cube. Um, yeah, I remember that. Movie, and he has okay. it done, and and there's a lot of good themes in it, but like, kind of one of the strong themes that I got from it was like, this guy did it. He did it all. Like, he he didn't sleep. He studied constantly. He had this kid that he was taking care of the whole time. He. He just kept going and kept going. And then the last line in the movie is like, now Chris Gardner, like it's based on a true story or whatever. And it's like, now Chris Gardner is a millionaire. And like, I was like, I was like, this is not like, that's not a good theme. Like, why is that the last line of the movie? Like, like, what about his, like, I, I want to know Chris Gardner. Like, did he really do that on his own or? is there more to the story? Like, did he have like a deep faith in God that allowed him to trust even, even when he was in, um, even when he was homeless, you know, like, because, okay, maybe if he did do it all himself, then he probably just has a big 
head now and he's really proudful. But if, if he truly is being successful in, in the true sense of the word, like this guy, like he, he probably is, is very, very grateful more than prideful, you know, because he, he probably knows that God, God led him out of that, you know? Um, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, so I watched this movie and I was like so disappointed with the ending because I was like, and he made a million dollars on some stock brokerage deal. And I'm like, that is a stupid <clears throat> ending to this movie. Like it made me so mad. It was like, no, that's not it. Um, anyway, still on my soapbox. Also at the University of St. Thomas, there is this, there is this statue and it's a statue of this guy chiseling himself out of rock. It's a statue of this guy chiseling himself out of rock. And it's really, a, it's a cool looking statue. But again, like I look at that statue and I just think it's so false. Like one, we don't create human nature, but also two, like, no, God forms us. God is the agent. He's the actor. He's the one that gives grace. And when we don't believe in that, then we're scared, you know? really scared okay. wow is oak still there <laughs> where did oak he has disappeared oh how you doing he, Kyle? he says he's connected i'm doing well uh, i'm honored to be here <laughs> yeah oh no uh-oh. What? It said it was gonna it said it was gonna disconnect me, but what? not Kyle? we should be good now. I don't know where where Oak went. Okay. <laughs> well Oak's gone. That's okay. <laughs> it was I was good. just on my soapbox. That was kinda of fun. I was wondering why Oak it wasn't contributing anything. I was like, where'd he go? <laughs> anyway, so Kyle, yeah, maybe you and I should conclude if Oak is gone. Yeah. Then 52 minutes. So um, we talked about fear, and I guess it's probably better to focus on the opposite of fear, courage. So... And trust, courage and trust, I think, are the opposites of fear. Um, and um, so our conclusion, my, what my conclusion is that, like, courage is the ability to face difficulties um, and to face them with, um, to face them without hesitation. Um, and then... Um, Trust is the ability to know that God is the agent and I'm not the one who's, uh, who has to do everything. Like God is really the one who's doing it in a mysterious way and in a way that I can't necessarily quantify, but God is the actor who's, who's transforming me into another Christ. And if I, if I don't trust him in that, then I'll be scared. So that's my concluding thoughts. What are your concluding so thoughts? Now? What, what did you myth. take out of this conversation? Um, I have to think way back. Um, 
yeah, that's a big thing. Like, um, I think you summed it up really well. I really do. Um, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, thanks. Wow, I enjoyed this a lot. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was <laughs> fun. It was fun. It's fun to talk. All right. Yes, thank you. Well, thanks for joining, Kyle. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we'll have you on again soon. And um, <laughs> this is Fratres Cordes. Cordes, Fratres Cordes. Do we want to end off. in prayer? Um, Yeah, oh yeah, okay. let's let's end in prayer. You go ahead. Holy Spirit, amen. Come Holy Spirit. Thank you for bringing us together on this podcast, us three brothers of the heart, and uh, giving us good conversation regarding fear, and more importantly, courage and trust, and helping us to acknowledge that um, we can't rely on ourselves. And it's all through your grace and mercy that that any of this is possible. Lord, we pray for uh, the health and wellness of our country and the world as this virus and the contagion of fear sweeps our the earth and we all do all this through the intercession of our blessed mother hail mary full of grace the lord is with thee blessed art thou among women and blessed is the fruit of thy womb jesus holy mary mother of god pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death amen Thank you.